We were planning a different video this week, but there has been a turn of events that has many eyes on New Zealand once again. Over the past four years, the COVID show has manifested in many different ways. Seemingly each country has its turn in the limelight, whether it involves locking people down, locking people up, attempting to persecute or prosecute those of us pointing out the nonsense, or simply brutalizing the population. As WD James said in The Mortal God Drops Its Mask, quickly and without a blush of embarrassment, our governments set about controlling their populations in ways never before employed on such a scale. Stay local and do not congregate. Don't talk to your neighbours. To crush political dissent, manipulate information, censor speech, deny civil liberties, politically weaponize judicial institutions, and to label large segments of their own populations as criminal, or at least morally irremediable. The only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated, and, that, and, they're, and they're killing people. It looks like the carnage will continue, and in this video I'll give some updates on what's happening down under. Do you come from a land down under? Recently, the major COVID-related stir in New Zealand has been the release of a huge paper-dose data set containing information about COVID vaccination status and subsequent death rates. This information was held by Te Whatu Ora, or Health New Zealand, the communist-style government agency that purports to manage, quote, health services across the country. In the tradition of other world-leading politburos, they meet in secret, and as Wikipedia states, Health NZ has closed its meetings to the public and media, releasing only brief summaries of its board meetings. So when an insider releases some of their top secret vaccine data, they are not happy. They're thieves. They're filthy little thieves. The public release happened on the 30th of November on the free NZ media platform with a video titled Mother of All Revelations. It had around half a million views when I recorded this video, so it has made its way around the world. Now, as my regular viewers will know, we deal with the upstream fraud of SARS-CoV-2 existence and have already established the vaccines are a scam without needing to see any new statistics. However, we took a look, and to be frank, we're a bit surprised with the focus of the presentation. The leaked data showed that 10 to 21% of the recipients of some batches were dead within two years. Likewise, some mobile units administered a small number of vaccines with seemingly incredible fatality rates of 25% within two years. Having worked in the medical system, our first thought on seeing this was that some vaccines and vaccinators would have been sent to dementia units and rest homes where the life expectancy may only be a few years. And it is apparent that this is the case. It was not a random selection of data, but hand-picking such examples. 
It is unfortunate that it was presented this way because it is all too easy for the quote fact checkers to discredit the whole thing and miss the opportunity to catch the attention of those still sitting on the fence. These fence sitters would no doubt be shocked to see that the shots were hundreds of times more toxic than they had been led to believe. It is also concerning that the whistleblower, Barry Young, whose heart was in the right place, was subsequently arrested and it is likely they will attempt to sentence him with jail time despite his widespread public support. We had no inside knowledge regarding the dataset leak, but New Zealand Freedom Group, Voices for Freedom, made the following statement on the 2nd of December. The whistleblower contacted us a couple of years ago. We kept in touch, and he wanted to wait until he had a more substantial dataset. We checked in periodically and had a legal team and investigative journalist ready to tackle the story in 2021. Despite this, he was not ready to speak up. It turns out that VFF was one of a number of organisations contacted by the whistleblower over the past two years. In fact, one organisation worked for eight months with the whistleblower in 2022-23, investing time, money and travel on devising an arrangement for him to send the data set to independent data analysts overseas. What is most notable is how the New Zealand government are responding to the incident. New Zealand doctors speaking out with science reported on this in their article New Zealand Whistleblower Case, NZDSOS Response to Ministry of Health Data Release. They stated, in a departure from their mute silence on all negative research, the Ministry of Health has issued a reassuring message to the troops, denying there is a problem and parroting safe and effective. Its chief executive, Margie Arpa, clearly has put her Bachelor of Communications to good use, receiving a salary of at least $489,000 yearly and allegedly a $200,000 bonus at the start to push the jab hard, as did all the other District Health Board chief executives. Unsurprisingly, Arpa and the obedient media reports that the man has been suspended pending an investigation. Like the KGB chasing down underground subversive open mic nights, government have called in the police and are using US specialists to track and remove the data's public appearances. If Ms Arpa is so certain we and whistleblower Winston Smith are disinfo agents, we call on her to release the actual data of outcomes in the vaccinated. Whatever the full data set shows, others, such as Denny Rancor, have already shown the COVID shots are strongly correlated with death by simply using public source statistics. Thus, we cannot imagine that those propagating the fraud are going to suddenly open up and admit there was a problem. It is why we believe that focusing on the COVID vaccine so heavily is also a mistake, as it continues to distract people from the overriding fraud. For whatever reason, they won't take another step and have a look at the much wider problems of virology and germ theory. Governments and their beneficiaries are not going to change the narrative that they have viciously enforced with batons, water cannons and rubber bullets. The fictional pandemic story was a Trojan horse to usher in the lockstep plan and other agendas across multiple countries. Although this does not excuse them, it is likely that most politicians, officials and police were unaware of the scam and were complicit through naivety. 
Regardless, the COVID excuse was used to introduce instant totalitarianism, whatever euphemisms it was dressed up in, to populations whipped up into hysterical fear. In 2020, Dr John Bevan Smith wrote in Rules for a COVID Economy that here in New Zealand, Jacinda Ardern would, quote, publicly shame the only person she had needed to issue her COVID-19 notice, demoting him to the bottom of the cabinet for exercising his rights and freedoms in a manner that broke no law, only the unlawful ad hoc rules that she and the Director General of Health, et al., had been creating on the fly, which only forced devoid of law in the state of exception could legitimate. While the lawful actions of the Minister of Health would lead to his resignation, the PM herself would suffer no consequences for acting illegally by threatening the people with arrest and detention for conforming with the law while breaking her rules. This New World Order, where unlawful rules were used to suppress New Zealanders, was quickly turned against doctors, and I was the first doctor they went after. Moreover, an official Information Act request revealed some interesting behind-the-scenes action. The supposedly independent Medical Council CEO, Joan Simeon, was caught colluding with Ashley Bloomfield, the Director General of Health, as they tried to devise a way to stop my videos in 2020. I'll get you, my pretty. That didn't work out for them, and since that time, and despite their threats, I've published over 150 new videos, several articles, and two books. There's another book we're about to publish, and spoiler alert, Joan Simeon and Ashley Bloomfield will appear on the pages. Coming back to Health New Zealand, we note that one of the board members is Dr Curtis Walker, who is also the chair of the Medical Council of New Zealand. Walker was given free reign to publicly slander doctors who spoke out against the government's COVID-19 responses. His organisation actively encouraged the public to make complaints against doctors such as myself, but when complaints were made about Walker, he was shielded from investigation. Never tell anybody outside the family what you're thinking again. The Medical Council no doubt thought they could crush dissent, but are now scampering as their backroom activities are coming to light. In April 2021, they issued the infamous quote, guidance statement, which advised all doctors to endorse the COVID vaccinations, as well as take the shots themselves. Since that time, they have used the document in prosecution attempts against doctors that didn't participate in their twisted plan. But then suddenly, in September this year, the statement was revoked. This was done very quietly and without any of the usual fanfare we saw when they launched it back in 2021. Could this have anything to do with the fact that the Medical Council were served with a High Court challenge a few weeks earlier? According to the Medical Council website, the revocation quote follows the New Zealand government's decision to remove vaccine mandates and other public health restrictions in connection with the COVID-19 pandemic. Really? But the council issued the statement when there were no vaccine mandates in place. They are nothing less than a disgrace as they continue to suppress doctors under the influence of the Federation of State Medical Boards and International Association of Medical Regulatory Authorities. The centralised control of doctors is almost complete and it seems the vast majority don't realise they are going to be under increasingly tighter oppression. Essentially, those going along with it will be useful idiots for the medico-pharmaceutical and biotech industries. 
they will be told they are providing the highest level of healthcare while actually harming the community. As I covered in my video, medicine, the killing fields. Of course, those with integrity are not going along with it, which is why new health organizations are forming and doctors such as our friend Mark Edmund have ditched the corrupt licensing system and set up independently as true health practitioners. Speaking of licensing, if we look at the Medical Council website, the official status for the legal fiction Samantha Annabelle Hope Bailey has been updated to suspended. This is more desperate shenanigans from the council cronies. I haven't applied for a medical license since I exited the system on my own volition in 2021, so there is no practicing license to suspend. I have no relationship or obligations to them. So their latest move must be to impress their handlers or the tiny number of complainants, around one in a million, who said, I'm telling on you when they watched my videos. Those of you that have been following me since 2020 will know that I warned against the COVID vaccines before they were even used in humans for the first time. The entire thing has been a fraud, from the claim of a new quote coronavirus in Fan Wu's 41-year-old man and everything since that has stemmed from such virological nonsense. It is hard to believe that it is four years into this and Mark and I have worked non-stop alongside others to systematically expose the lies of virology, all vaccines and much of the medico-pharmaceutical industry, building on the efforts of those that came before us. While I commend anyone calling out the COVID vaccines, I think it is too downstream from the source of the problem to create positive change. For example, here in New Zealand, Dr Shane Retty, the new Minister of Health, has just been quoted as saying, There are many conspiracy theorists out there who unfortunately disseminate harmful disinformation. However, as Minister and as a physician, the public can and should continue to have confidence in vaccines. I am reassured by experts confirming that there is no evidence supporting the allegations that have been made. Minister of Health is a misnomer. He is the new Minister of Medico-Pharma Propaganda. Keep in mind that he can't even see or acknowledge that the COVID shots are disasters, let alone all vaccines. He uses the terms conspiracy theorists and experts to reassure himself and anyone who believes him that investigating evidence for themselves is not required. You cannot trust governments and their agencies when it comes to health matters because most of the time they will lead you astray. They are drug distribution enablers and bringers of sickness on a scale so vast that iatrogenesis and misplaced beliefs have been normalised. Even if they admitted there are major problems with the COVID shots, that's the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the harm of all vaccines, screening programs, unnecessary surgeries and psychiatric medications, not to mention the fear-based narratives that drives people into the paradigm. You have to accept that it is a captured industry and the fastest way to end it is to ignore them and walk away. I was going to say something further here, but someone who is often on the same frequency as us is Dr. Tom Cowan, and a few days ago he had this to say about why he sees the focus on COVID vaccines as a mistake. The thing I'm worried about is that this is another sort of false hero's quest. We are the good guys, and we 
uh, we found out, we have the proof, the evidence uh, documented the uh, the deception and the lies and the even the horrible sort of genocidal agenda, which then ramps up the fear, makes even more people actually sick. In my prediction, will not result in getting rid of the pe- the people. You get rid of one, you get another guy. You get rid of Fauci. You get Peter Hotez. It makes no difference. And so that's where we spend our money and our energy doing these uh, sort of false quests. And all we end up is with scared and angry and disillusioned that it never seems to make any difference. So what is our way? Our way is simply tell the truth. Tell the truth about the virus story, the contagion myth, uh, the, the disproven germ hypothesis, help people realize that there in fact is no germs to be afraid of, the viruses don't exist, the bacteria don't cause disease, you are in control of your health. You don't need to worry about putting other people in jail. They can do whatever they want. Uh, it, as unfortunate as it is to many of our friends and loved ones, but our responsibility is to live the healthiest, most joyous, most productive, happiest life to be an example so that all these friends and relatives say, Hey, I wonder what he's doing. I wonder what she's doing. I want some of that. Tell me about how you see the world. Uh, Wouldn't that be a much healthier, less confrontational, less scary way of approaching this problem instead of this uh, continual uh, ramping up the fear, which is, I think, what's basically happening and creating this dichotomy of these are the two sides warring with each other. Everybody's scared about what's going to happen to them. Uh, Let's try a different way, which is worry about how to create the world based on the truth, not scaring people with spike proteins and genetic modifications. It's bad enough what they put in there. Please do not misunderstand me that I'm endorsing these vaccines or exonerating them or saying they're safe or that anybody should use them. I've been saying for 40 years, nobody should participate in this scam. This is not new. And the scam is much deeper and includes many other of, if not almost all of the pharmaceutical products that we use We need a whole different look at this. And to me, that is the way out of this situation. We have skin in the game. And our only recommendations are things that have been embraced by our own family. The existing medical system is virtually never needed. And we have answered hundreds of questions over the past four years to explain why. You can break away from it as we did and keep your body close to perfection through natural means. For those that are new to this, please check out all my free content at drsambailey.com where we take deep dives into scientific material and work out the best ways to true health through right living and right thinking. 
If you enjoyed this video, please visit support.dsam.com.